Good morning, everybody. It's another blissful day. I'm just going to talk about a little bit of memories. <clears throat> you know, I was gone for like 15 years. Really, no, I really say about 10. I left PA in 2005 and I came back in 2015. And I noticed a lot of things changed by Middletown. I mean, Fieser Middle School was gone. Elks Theater no longer operates. That pharmacy across from Elks Theater is shut down. Boxes turned to cars. Hollywood Theater is gone. That newsstand that used to be right there beside the laundromat's gone. I'm like, damn. Everything done switched up. Now Huffer Park's gone. I remember I had to help build Huffer's Park. <laughs> With um, Mary, I was sent by Dave Judy to customer service, customer service, hot shit, community service, uh, Huffers Park, and I had to work along Mary. This shit was crazy. I think that was ninety two. I was already twelve years old sending consents to community service. Hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. And then. That little plaza, I used to go there, the arcade by the old train graveyard. That little plaza and shit. <clears throat> yeah. Nah, just some other things I like to touch on before, like when shit goes bad. And putting your trust in people. I remember the story about this dude named Marcus. Some of y'all might know him. But this motherfucker tried to get me for a pound, bro. Really? For a thousand? You were willing to lose my friendship over a thousand dollars? I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> but anyway, this dude, he told me he could get me a pound. So I took him and my sister's boyfriend. He took us somewhere to go get it. And he was in the back seat. Then he was like, all right, let me see. Let me see the money. So my, my sister's boyfriend was like, look, I give you enough for an ounce. You go in and get it and come back. You give him like a hundred dollars. Remember now, this is back when ounce was a hundred back in the nineties. Let me get this motherfucker a hundred bucks. Little fucking ass winning from someone's front door and out the back. Ain't seen him since. Well, I ran into him a couple of times when I used to live above JJ's Pizza. Not JJ's, I'm sorry. Brothers Pizza down there by Carnes. I mean my brother shared an apartment and I was coming out the pizza shop, and I ran into him right there. I, I tried to fight the boy, but he kept running from me. He kept running, kept running. And it's fucked up, because I think I was on the run at the time, too. And he kept running from me. Then I called upstairs to my brother, Joe. He looked out the window, and I told him to come down. He came down, and he even chased Marcus, too, his old bitch ass. And also, I had some memories about my homeboy, Biggie. Some of y'all know him. That's how I met Billy and Biggie. I was in the 26th Genesis Court. And Biggie and Billy stayed next door with this girl named Monica. She was a wild one. That's an ugly-ass bitch, man. I was 14, and she was trying to get with me. I think she was in her late 20s or something. That's some crazy times with Big. I remember one time I went next door to go see what's up with Big. Me, Biggie, and Billy, we was in the living room, and I 
forget who. I think I think Biggie was dating Monica. I'm not sure, but she done came downstairs in town. Not all her hotel just fell off, yo, and everybody just ran out the door like, what the fuck. But I had some hard times with Biggie and Billy. I see, I still see Biggie every once in a while. You know what I mean? But I got another story for y'all. Um, I was talking to my cousin earlier today. My cousin down in Florida, my cousin Stevie, and I was telling him the story. And I was going to get your opinion if I'm wrong for this or if I'm not. Or is my is my judgment hold merit now all right check me out i think i was like 16 we was living on 19th street 19th and uh 19th and kensington and uh we was having a party and our bedroom was the attic i was sharing it with my older brother my older brother tommy now, our bedroom was the attic. Now, you can open the bedroom, and you can walk out onto the roof. But then, you know, my attic had a roof, too, but it was like a slanted top. Now, we was all drinking vodka, whatever, beer, smoking up, you know, getting the fuck in. So, so on top of that, so I just remember walking up the slant of, of the, of the rooftop, and Kim was sitting at the top, and then she started walking down, but she tripped, right, and she rolled like a fucking log, and rolled off the side of my house, and mind you, we're at the third story, we're on the roof of the attic, she rolled off the side of the house, but she caught herself now, because I went over to look, she, she hit and look, and I see her hanging on to the edge of the house, and she's like, Greg, help me. Yo, I said, nah, straight to her face. <laughs> I feel bad and kind of fucked up to his day. But this is why I said, nah, for one, I was already fucked up and drunk. And for two, Kim was a little bit bigger than mine. I'm only 16. I'm probably like a buck 30, buck 45 most. Kim was a thick girl. I'm thinking, damn, I'm already off balance. I go try to grab for her, pull her up. She gonna pull me off with her. And I already got a spiked fence. Like, like four feet from my house, so if I go backwards, I'm afraid I'm gonna hit this fence. So, anyway, after I tell her no, like three seconds later, she let go and I watch her hit the ground. And then I'm like, damn. And she lays there for a good couple minutes and I just walk away. I'm paranoid as fuck now. And I'm fucked up. I'm thinking she did. So, I go back inside. I go back inside the window to where the party going. Everybody in the music playing, jumping shit. No one hero was going on outside. We was the only two out there. So I'm the only one so full. So I go back inside, sit back on the bed. Everybody, you know, chilling. I say nothing. I tell nobody because I'm so annoyed. Like 20 minutes later, here she comes up the steps to the bedroom. Greg, you motherfucker, you didn't help me. You let me fall. She was so pissed. But I mean, I'm afraid I was going to go down with her. If I I mean, if I wasn't drunk or something, I probably would have been able to do it. But I don't know. I was just I was just thinking about that spiked fence. I mean, was I wrong for letting her fall, or was I right for for not letting myself get fucked up? I don't know. But 
But I'm but, but my very beginning of the story I was talking about how much Middletown changed because when I left PA ten years ago and came back and came back to my old neighborhood, I seen how much shit changed. I felt like they trying to erase my past, erase my memory. But it's all still up here. Even though I had a stroke, I remember a lot of it. I just feel like they try and change so much in Middletown. It's like the Pisa school is not even there anymore. Mansburger school is not a college dorm. You know what I mean? I mean, they got a lot of elementary schools. Why didn't they get one of them and keep Pisa? I never made it to the high school, so I'm not really worried about that. In my elementary school I used to go to, not even here no more, out of STEMI. So, feels like pretty much like they trying to erase my past. And, like, I remember they used to have Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Me and my sister, Brandy, one time was at a Battle of the Bands. Man, I've got my nose busted and bloodied in a mosh pit there. I remember one time... Like there was a battle of bands, a big fight almost broke off. Me and my little sister Brandy, <laughs> we was young. I don't know what we was even doing. But there was some dude who was about to fight, but before he fought, he looked over at me and gave me a battle, a bottle of Mad Dog 2020. And gave it to me and my little sister and told me to take off. I was like 14, and my sister had to be at least 12. That shit was crazy. Me and my sister Brandy, we ran because we, this is Genesis Court at the time, and Battle of the Bands is right there by the Elks Theater. So we only lived a couple blocks away. But yeah, that shit was crazy. But I'm gonna let you go. Hope y'all have fun today. I'm. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with more stories from the past. If there's something y'all wanna hear about, just let me know. Over something you heard, you want me to touch on, you heard about me. Message it to me, and I'll elaborate. Yeah, this is Smoked Out Reminisce song. Anybody you ever lost somebody, man, I feel you. Just lay back and get high and reminisce to this. Hot to die. Floating on clouds of THC. Nobody can do it better than me. Then on the mic or in the streets, I keep it 100, bitch, best belief. Had friends who did OD, that's why I stick with the sticky green. They might be gone, but they live in my song, and where I go, memory carries on. Your memory lives on, wherever I go. Your memory lives on. I smoke a blunt for you so I can fly Wish I could float to heaven say hi One last time Cause I never got to say my proper goodbyes But wherever I go Your memory lives on Your memory lives on Wherever I go I'm always thrilled man Walking through the snow In the rain Lord take away my pain From every puff of the wicked we strain can't complain, I don't have it so bad I'm still on earth and not in a bag It's so sad when your friends pass away Every year I join at your grave Your memory lives on Wherever I go 
your memory lives on.